welcome to Misunderstood, the show for the culturally and politically misunderstood lady or gent. We are your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. Today, we're going to be talking about biological males entering women's spaces again, including Leah Thomas and a male inmate at a women's prison who was accused of raping a fellow inmate. Who would have thought that would happen? And we're going to talk about feminism and other things as well. But first, our patented culture shock of moment of the week. Take it away, Nat. Yeah, so surprise, surprise, y'all. Trans swimmer Leah Thomas does have an unfair biological advantage, doctors claim. Didn't know we needed an expert to tell us that one. I'm shocked. Me too. I'm shocked. Shocked. Who would have saw that coming? Not me, that's <laughs> for sure. It's not like we and many others haven't been talking about this for months and months and months. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who wrote this article, Natasha? Oh my gosh, it's me. Oh my gosh! What? Yeah, so guys, go to rebelnews.com and read it and buy a shirt. <laughs> um, but seriously though, why come out and say this now? Like why are doctors all of a sudden so keen on exposing what we all already knew? I don't think we had doctors back in like, Oh, no doctors May. a few months ago? No. Oh my goodness. I, don't think so. I didn't know this. I think it's a new invention. Like do you think maybe though in all seriousness it's because like the pendulum is kind of swinging back the other way and people mm -hmm. are a little bit fed up mm -hmm. with some of the hypocrisy we're seeing from the trans lobby. Maybe it had something to do with the drag kids show that took place last weekend. Where <laughs> that like, would do it. <laughs> you know what? Because I, what I was, and this is, you know, sort of off topic, but on topic about men um, entering female spaces and, and the trickle down effect that's having on children. Um, I, I've mentioned this before. I'm a fan of drag as an art form. And for adults. I, yes, for adults. Yeah. And a lot of the people that perform drag are people who have been subjugated and beaten up and neglected by their parents. And they needed that art form to build up their community and their and their themselves. And it's great. Like Self-esteem. Except, except the pendulum has swung way too far now. Yeah. Like you and just it always does. And it always does. And that's the problem. So yeah. now we have kids putting dollar bills down drag queens' G-strings in public places. And it's awful. And, and this maybe, to answer your question, maybe doctors are like, hmm, maybe it was good that we didn't beat up trans people and make them feel terrible for how they feel on the inside. And then the pendulum swung way too far. And yeah. now male swimmer with biologically giant lungs and long arms and strong muscles and foot long foot like, longs foot longs <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say arms and legs sure like you are longer arms and legs and foot long arms and legs do you, okay <laughs> do you think partially this may be because like political correctness is such a plague on our society so it, people actually need experts to tell them it's okay to call out what's actually true because yes, so. that's kind of what i was thinking too and it just speaks to like the fact that the trans lobby is almost authoritarian because they are controlling and dictating how we speak like you that's just that's egregious yeah. As David Menzies would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, one of the th uh, quotes from this article that you wrote okay. um, is actually from someone who's a supporter of Leah Thomas. So yes. it's Erica Sullivan, an Olympic swimmer and staunch supporter of Thomas, even wrote an article for Newsweek expressing how proud she is of Thomas, saying, quote, she deserves, like anyone else in the sport, to be celebrated for her hard won success, not labeled as a cheater simply because <laughs> of her identity. But oh, it's not because of her identity, it's because of her biology. Yeah. And and so uh, we've talked about this before. Thomas began transitioning in 2020 at the ages uh, at the age of 19. And doctors say that even though she's met the hormone replacement therapy requirements, it's not enough to reverse the effects of puberty as a male to the extent needed to the level in the playing field. So sorry. Sorry. Sorry, like anyone who supports Leah. But like there is an unfair advantage. Like it's yes. just it's science. Like follow the flip yeah. in science. Yeah. And again, we've said this and I still stand by it. Leah Thomas has every right. She's an adult to yes. call herself Leah, to wear a female bathing suit. I'll call her her. Like I don't have... 
what do, what does it hurt me? No, I don't want to. I don't want to be rude. No, to this I don't. Exactly. That's not the point. But the point is that Leah Thomas is very capable of swimming with men. And the another funny thing about this is that um, somewhere in this article you wrote that. Uh, oh no, it's a, it's the next article. But yeah, let's we can move into that. Yeah, article. okay, we'll yeah, talk about the next one. It. Let's let's switch to the next article. Um, because so. The point of the article is that UPenn swimmers, her teammates, uh, Leah Thomas's teammates have come out and spoke about how the higher ups at UPenn mm -hmm. have basically threatened the girls, the other swimmers, saying, like, if you speak out about Leah Thomas, your career will be over. They said your life will be over. I don't think they meant that overtly in a physical death threat. But they basically say, like, you won't work again. You won't swim again. Yeah. Um, this is non-negotiable. But one of the things that it is funny because it says right in the headline there that uh, – she wants to like Leah wants to go on to the Olympics, and it's like you know who wasn't going to go to the Olympics? William Thomas. Yeah, William, William Thomas, Thomas was, was nowhere not... near in contention for the Olympics, yeah. but Leah you five hundred. Yeah, like, wasn't he ranked like five hundred or something? something like that? Yeah. yeah, no, it's so true. And I mean, how rich is it that the U Penn coach is a male? Yeah, he's a male yeah. coach letting a male do this to other women. Man, I hope you don't have daughters, and if you do, I hope that they are never faced with this sort of just horrific I, I i don't even know how to describe it like just mistreatment i yeah. guess like it's just so ridiculous that mm -hmm. a man is taking advantage of women like this and feminists are like oh but praise yeah. Leah. and it's like excuse me this is a man doing this yeah two men technically doing this to a team full of mm -hmm. young women who yeah. worked their butts off to get to where they are but you know it occurred to me that in sports like T taking advantage of athletes is not new. True. Like there's literally, like I wrote down a couple of the things here that happens in professional and college sports. Sexual abuse, abuse right. of power, uh, pushing athletes way too hard, like hurting them physically, doping, cheating, and rigging. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are we shocked that, no. like, because the point of that article from uh, the Daily Mail was that UPenn, they, like the Leah Thomas's uh, swim mates think that the reason they keep her on is because they keep winning yeah. with Leah. And it's like, well, obviously they want to win. They want those like stats and of titles yeah, and all and that it's, stuff. It's so good it's for like, the school. Exactly. Whole, yeah. So it's like, do the men care about the women? Yeah. And no, no they, they want to win. So it's like, are, are we shocked? No. no. No, it's not shocking. It's yeah. just very sad. It is very sad. And I, I guess Leah took to, uh, she went on Good Morning America, y'all. And she said, anyone who says she isn't allowed to compete as a woman is transphobic. Full stop. Actually, I think there's a little room for conversation yeah, here, given conversation. you are like breaking records, like like huge records that women have like worked toward for their whole life. Mm -hmm. Like I just don't understand. Like there should be room for conversation. If, and if there isn't, you're not very open-minded, Leah. No. But I mean, when you call someone a transphobe, people expect that you're just gonna shut up. And we're not. No. We'll never stop. So no, probably not. It's unfortunate that two women who previously probably didn't identify as feminists yeah now it, are feminists that's the thing it pushes you to the yeah. other side because you're like wow i actually i can't believe in 2022 i need to preserve female spaces yeah like um, that to me like 10 years ago would have been like oh, female spaces yeah Ugh, i know like, it's kind of woke yeah right? i but know it's, and now it's like oh my god and <laughs> it actually must be preserved to, yes yes <laughs> yeah and then i guess leah also went to espn leah you're making a lot of headlines these mm. days uh, must be nice never huh? heard of william though before yeah never heard of william before this uh Trans women competing in women's sports does not threaten sports as a whole because trans women are a very small minority and the NCAA rules regarding trans women competing have been around for 10 plus years and we haven't seen any massive wave of trans women dominating. Yeah, that's because there's like no trans athletes. There's like five of you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry, Leah, but yeah. like 
that's just because there aren't a lot of biological males in women's sports. That doesn't mean it's not harmful, though. Yeah, and it's funny how she poses it like it's a fact. Like, it does yeah. not threaten women. It's like, it's like, oh, I wonder why Leah Thomas would say that. She has no <laughs> like, could possible you maybe back incentive. It up? Yeah, yeah, you have no incentive to say that, to take that stance with no just full stop. You're yeah. transphobic. Like, uh, And then okay. she goes on to defend herself. She's like, well, I immediately became slower in the water after I started taking hormone replacement therapy. Rude. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, but like, did your lungs and heart shrink? Like, did your hands and legs get no, shorter? Like, no. what about those hands, Leah? Like, yeah, they're big. Like, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, mm -hmm. babe. No. Sorry, babe. Yeah. It's a no. No, it's a no for me, dog. I Again, I'll say it again. Just swim with the men. No problem. Yeah. Like you're just training. wear your bikini you, and swim with the yeah, dudes. Exactly. Like, you you have no problem with that. And you obviously have no problem going in the dressing room of opposite gendered people because you do it all the time and you make other people feel uncomfortable. So why yeah. shouldn't you feel like if it's about like Aaliyah, the woman doesn't want to go in the men's change room. Like, first of all, just get a different change room. Like yeah. get a little uh, some sort of privacy yeah. screen. Yeah. But like you have no problem. Changing a towel. Yeah. So like it shouldn't be that much of a problem. But oh, it's because you won't win. Yeah. That's, I'm saying it. Sorry, it's true. It. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway, should we talk about even more fun things? Oh boy, here's like, a here's a doozy. But I mean, not surprising again because we've talked about this, and it's not the first incident. But here's something that's documented where a female inmate reports rape occurred in a California women's prison. Yeah. Um. So this woman came out as a trans woman. Yes. So there was a man who was biologically male, and then just decided one day that he was a she and is now in a female prison even though he has she he has a violent past and this woman uh, is a witness to the violent assault which left one female inmate unconscious and yeah. unable to be resuscitated by the guards so they had to take her to the medical center um i think she lived but yeah i don't she know she was beaten so badly by this biological male in a women's prison that she was unconscious and like that's not a funny thing no it's like it's okay. Like it, we obviously care about like women's sports, but this is much worse. Yeah, like this is, this is lives. Like yeah, this is someone potentially being. Well, first of all, they're being sexually assaulted, which you want. Like no one wants that for anyone. And then secondly, there's a risk of death now too. Yes. So like, yes. I'm sorry. Like something, something's got to give here, especially because mm -hmm. apparently in California prisons, 33.8 percent of trans-identified male inmates are registered sex offenders. That's like <laughs> that's, that's like a big chunk. Like a big like chunk one out of three. Yeah, and apparently, according to the Bureau of Prisons, almost 50% of trans-identified male inmates have been convicted of a sexual offense, and that's compared to just 11% of the non-trans-identified male inmate population. Wow. Like, I'm sorry, then there's something in the water here. Like, that's well, weird. And I would argue that it's not that people who identify as trans are more likely to be violent no. sex offenders. I think it's violent sex offenders are more likely to take advantage of these stupid laws. Exactly, yeah. They're going to do whatever mm. it takes to be more comfy in prison because, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously you want to be surrounded by women that you can rape rather than men who are going to rape you, right? Yeah, or kill you yeah. or whatever, right? Exactly. Um, it's just crazy, though, and apparently people, like, advocated for this biological male to be moved from a yeah. male prison to a women's one, and these people, are, I bet you, they call themselves feminists. Yeah. Like, just insanity. Yeah, and um, so... Here's a quote from the article. It says, disturbingly, just after the rape threats were issued, Robertson, the alleged the alleged assailant, mm -hmm. was quickly and quietly moved to the California Institution for Women, a lower security women's correctional facility in the state. So instead of like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> rectifying the situation, taking off the wig and maybe putting him back in a male prison, yeah. he's going to a less safe uh like a less protected, yes, like exactly. lower security, lower yeah. security yeah. prison for women. Oh, and and Robertson, this uh, trans 
inmate also threatened the witnesses of the rape and said, I'm going to effing rape you all. Oh, good. And effing kill you or something to that right. effect. That's, that's I, I wonderful. Down, so but... this person is legitimately suffering from gender dysphoria, mm-hmm. you guys, and we should be very sympathetic yeah, with those threatening to rape yeah, women for sure. after raping a woman. And especially because like many women in prison have already experienced domestic violence and mm-hmm. sexual abuse. I mean, like they don't, they like prison is sort of sadly like a safe space for some of these people and i'm not like i'm not trying to erase that they are criminals you know but i, I don't know i don't know their stories yeah no but it doesn't mean that they deserve to be raped no nobody yeah. deserves that no. so i just think like something's gotta something's gotta give here because this is and this is what we were talking about earlier with this slippery slope it's like okay great so now what like how far does this have to go before people are like okay we gotta call the quit call this quits like we gotta yeah like what protect sorry, women yeah like what if one of these sexual predators identifies as a child That's and goes what I mean. sent to juvie. Like yeah. we're, we're erasing these very fundamental biologically essential lines and we're just like, well, they feel like a child so they should be treated like a child and put in juvenile detention centers with yeah. children who are victims of abuse themselves. Like, cool. Yeah, it's just, it's a, honestly a joke. Like mm-hmm. like the way they, they talk about gender as if you can just flip flop you know, yeah. like it's just not it's not scientific. It's not biblical. And it's just it's obviously harming women. And, and it's wrong. And it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. So uh, speaking of other things that yeah, let's are wrong, move on. let's move on. So how feminism is driving the growing trend of anti-women subculture. So mm. this is an Evie article and we love Evie, but I found myself feeling slightly triggered by this article for some reason. And I, yeah, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like I said, like we, we're not really feminists in like the, in the modern sense of yeah, feminism. Yeah, well, the new, new modern. Yeah, like whatever, are. like women should vote for sure. Um, <laughs> not NDP though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this article basically talks about how there's this term called men going their own way and it's, yeah, and it's basically like, men are pursuing a lifestyle of dealing with women as though women are enemies of all men that sounds healthy um sounds it creeps it creeps me out a little yeah. bit um yeah it's creepy um it's basically like in the article they describe it as um they try to equate it as the same thing as women who hate men and you know nat and i were just talking about this before we came out and you made an excellent point which was like when women hate men they don't run them over with cars and throw acid in their face and murder them. Like it's yeah, like they a kind little of, different. They group these people in with like incels and voluntary celibates and PUAs, which are called pickup artists. And like I just remember that Toronto man in 2018 who was like literally a misogynist, and he drove on Young Street, you know, a car through a, a he killed uh, 11 people and injured 15 people because he hated women. Like that's that's mm. what happens. The last time a woman did that. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, okay, sure. Like a a, a woman who hates a man is gonna dye her hair blue. I was gonna say she'll dye her hair blue, and it's yeah. awful. It's and awful, but it's not quite the same. Yeah, as like your she's not to gonna physically harm someone. Yeah. I mean, maybe. maybe. No one's a monolith, yeah. but I just mean like most of the time. Like, look, we talked about mass shootings last week. Like these guys were kind of like weird loner dudes who mm-hmm. hated women. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Like, there's just they always, all had terrible. Like, well, the one had the a one bad relationship had a bad, with his mom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No father bad relationship with his mother, and then killed his grandmother. Right. And it's like, obviously extremes are bad, but I just think like, (laughs) this is a little different. And I don't like, I just don't get why these men, this group of men are just pointing fingers at women. And it's like, well, what if you have a problem, like, why don't you be 
part of the solution yeah, instead. I like, know. And like, what? why do you think women are going off the deep end and dyeing their hair blue? And like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about those women who were like, the planet is going to be uninhabitable in 30 years. Like yeah. people shouldn't have children. It's like, okay, that's a pretty extreme version of like yeah. m feminism, eco-feminism, where you're so angry that you want to sort of like... You want to end things, but you're not, you're like ending your line. You're ending your genetic line by yeah, not having which children. Is, you're I mean, not. Maybe we're better off without your line. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I agree. I'm like, <laughs> go for it. Don't have kids. That's yeah. no skin off my teeth. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's different and women take it in a different direction. Yeah. Uh, on average. On average. On average. Yeah. No, I would agree. One of the quotes he said, uh, well, first of all, he said, men are disgusted with women in almost every way today. Okay, disgusted? Like you're disgusted with us? Like I'd like to see their search history. I bet yeah. you're not disgusted with them in every way. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so one of the quotes he said was, look around you, every girl, every girl acts like a dude and has to have more guy friends than her actual boyfriend. Every girl? Like where is the where's the data to back Excuse that up? Me? Because like I even know women who are feminists, by the way, who do not hate men at all. I actually don't yeah. know one woman who is on the left or the right who hates men. Yeah, I don't. I know they exist. I see them oh, on the internet, sure. but of I don't course. know any. I don't know yeah. any personally, and I like we both have friends on either yeah. side, yeah. Um, and friends who are not Christian as well. And it's just funny because it's like, like he goes on to say, there's just mutual debauchery based on meaningless sex and fickle mind games. And in most relationships, I see the women being an overbearing swear word yeah men never do that right men never have fickle sexual relationships and play mind That's games or say. be overbearing like the, the yeah i'm so sick of this like um assumption that it's always women who are overbearing and toxic like yeah. i'm sorry i've i've known men in my life yeah, who were like too. oh you smiled at me you love me yeah like exactly and no. it's like it, like secular men are not loving the fact that girls are like convinced that it's empowering to sleep with them like with mm -hmm. no strings attached and stuff like that like come on you guys are part of the problem Absolutely. here too and I think honestly the reason everyone in the whole world male or female is in this mess is because of the, there's a masculinity crisis like mm -hmm. I actually genuinely think that weak men weak yeah men create tough times exactly tough times. um and I just think I think that's and I'm not saying women aren't part of the problem, but like even from like a biblical perspective, like according to Pew Research, Christian women in the US are more religious than their male counterparts. I think that means that they actually practice their faith. And it's like, well, if women are taking on that role, which is like biblically men are called to, you know, mm -hmm. be like that, the leader, yeah. the leader, you know, they're called to be men. Then of course there's this weird, there's an issue in society when women ha feel like they have to step it up in ways that they actually aren't biblically called to. Yeah, we actually talked about this on Andrew Says. Well, it's coming out this week, I think. Yeah. Where it's like, why are women, you know, in his words, like I forget what he said, but something about like, you know, turning to OnlyFans and right. to, to make money. And it's like, well, maybe it's, maybe women feel like they have to be the breadwinners because men aren't stepping up to the right. plate. It doesn't even have to be about money, but it's like in in a biblical sense, they're not leading their family. They're not they're providing. not someone exactly. They're not providing like they're too a close with their moms. Yeah, so they I don't, don't know. They don't have that moral compass that women crave. Yeah. Like and my pastor said this to me and I don't he wasn't his quote, but like a, a man leads and it's like, oh, yeah, how offensive, but a woman inspires. And yeah. women are part of the problem because maybe we're not inspiring men to be strong, but like it's it's almost like the chicken and the egg. Like we yeah. both need to stand up and be like the best versions of ourselves. And we have roles to play. We have roles to play. Yeah. So like, well, on one hand, I do think men need to stand up and lead better, but maybe they're, and like, you know, kind of goes against what we're talking about, but maybe in a way, like they're looking at women and they're like, well, what do I want to lead 
you yeah. for? Like, but yeah. then women are like, well, I have no one to trust and to protect mm -hmm. me. So I'm just going to go and sell my pictures on OnlyFans so I can make some money and support myself in the future because who knows how long I'm going to have this body. Like I kind of get both sides and it's I like, it's too, just a yeah. sad state of affair for both of us. And I think if everyone just, like, yeah. you know, just step up and be your best version of yourself. And that doesn't mean that every woman has to be uber feminine, like who we are. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you can do whatever, like be the best version of yourself, but like inspire people to be better. Yeah, no, definitely. I, f I found this other article because uh, it's called the tension between biblical masculinity and toxic masculinity. And it's just an opinion piece from uh, Liberty University. And uh, he goes on to say that biblical masculinity addresses more than just clothes. It completely dismantles the toxic masculinity, masculinity that the world understands today. Rather than being tough, stern, and rash, the biblical man should walk in love. He should be a prime example of gentleness, patience, and self-control. Jesus Christ is a perfect example of biblical masculinity. He was resilient in the pursuit of God, gentle in spirit, and humble in service. So I think like the real solution and the fact that the world is a dumpster fire is because we've abandoned Christ. And I think that we all, men and women, need to imitate Christ. Christ. Yes. And I actually literally know for a fact that that will solve all the world's problems. It will. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the whole. And like I, I I've mentioned, like I'm pretty new to the church. So like I'm learning about Jesus and God. And we're like, all what, learning. We're all learning. Exactly. Life I'm, I'm a little further commitment. behind, but I'm, I'm catching up. But I think for me, a big part of what I learned was like, instead of worshiping Donald Trump or AOC or any mm -hmm. people, human being, yeah. The reason that we worship God and Jesus is because they are literally perfect. So we yeah. always have that foundation to it's the bar. Exactly. The yeah. bar is set and it's solid. It's it's carved in stone. There's no like fudging it. So you can say like, oh, I really like I I was super into Donald Trump at the time. But it's like he's just a man. Yeah, he's a flawed man. And he'll disappoint he you. He will disappoint you yeah. like a human being will. And that's OK. We can forgive. But like we don't need to idolize human beings yeah. the way that we should idolize God. No, it's a great point. That's Thank good. you. I made it up. She made it up, you guys. <laughs> Smart and pretty and yes. feminine. Mm. Hello. Hello. All right. Well, I think that's a good that's place good. to end there. We'll move on to the next article. Let's move on. So this is written by a progressive. Yeah. Uh, it is the, BuzzFeed. The article is title is misleading. It is. Because I was like, yeah, girl. Like, yeah. So the article title is um, how modern mainstream, main, sorry, mainstream feminine yeah. has failed us. Um, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I thought this was going to be a really fruitful article. Yes, I did. It was not. It was not. <laughs> My God, it literally it literally just blames white men. Yeah, for everything. For everything. And then the solution is, guess what, you guys? Socialism. Yeah. Oh, yeah, capitalism <laughs> is so bad. And that's why um, working really hard will never pay off because you're basically the author says you'll always be clinging to a white cis male for success at the at the. <laughs> like the detriment of a brown woman <laughs> okay that's what it said yeah it's like oh okay that went yep. in a different direction there's some really funny quotes um there are a lot of funny quotes one thing i did kind of agree with though is how they did yeah, there's nuggets there's like there's nuggets yeah they talked about how like politicians they're like oh help me vote just go get there and vote and give me money and i'll solve all your problems yeah. and i agreed with their take because it's just not true like yeah. politicians just never are able to provide yeah. real examples well, that's of how just like what we were talking about like yeah. you're gonna put all your faith in a politician and then get disappointed when they fail you it's yeah. like you should have just tr looked to god like like they just say what they're gonna do and they never do it you guys like never. they just want a paycheck yeah of okay? course and they just yeah, it's a cushy job. It's a cushy job. Yeah. And of course, it's important to stay politically engaged and, of course, vote for your values. I do think that matters. But like they it's not really going <laughs> to 
like no it's and not going to change your so life this article is like oh my god modern feminism or mainstream feminism has failed us you guys like i thought it was going to solve all our problems it's like well you shouldn't have yeah that was on you and it just again speaks to the secularism these people don't know where to put their hope mm -hmm. because they don't have that biblical foundation mm -hmm. you know because that's where your hope is found you yeah. know so i want to read a quote because yes it's, it's a is it a doozer? Yeah, it's a doozy. So <laughs> at first, it, okay, anyways, I'll just read it. It says, I believed in work and its ability to set me free. I believed in other boats, other faceless, nameless women. I'd rise with my tide. So, okay, I'd like to just point out that this person literally used a quote that is on the gates of Auschwitz. Work will set you free. Like maybe a different, like as an author, maybe avoid those words yeah, it's not. in that order. It's like, I get what you're saying. Maybe not. Maybe There's a lot of other things you, <laughs> you could, have could have said. Have written it in yeah. a. Anyways, also, the second part of that, I believed in other boats, other faceless, nameless women. I'd rise with my tide. That is so anti woman. It's literally the bigotry mm -hmm. of low expectations. Yeah. Like, you're 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 the only one who can it's literally what we what white like white people savior do. complex exactly yeah. it's like no one will ever be anything until i pave it's up the to way me. i will break <laughs> those glass ceilings these stupid bees like, won't ever make you're it you're not without that me. important you're girl you're not that important yeah and it's like i can and this was the part of the story where she's like this is the good feminism i yeah. was like no it's not no, you've already the, you've already messed it up yeah that's it's very problematic and she also talks about how like the U.S. can't possibly be a good place for women and children. Because it's capitalist. Yeah, because, like, infants are starving and inflation and stuff like that. It's like, well, who did y'all vote for? And also, go to any other country. Yeah. Like, where else would you rather, like, where, where would you rather go? Yeah, Other exactly. than, like, rich first world countries where you'll say with democracy with democracy which in capitalist societies will which you will say are racist where would you rather live yeah. where people aren't starving exactly and like you know like if you vote aoc and you know your girl that you just love so much like she's gonna make inflation worse like like these politicians these blue politicians like look at biden's america man it's like inflation is at an all-time high gas prices the the food shortages mm -hmm. the baby formula shortages those are by design by the democrats mm -hmm. like it's just like holler well it's not the first time and I, again this is sort of a tinfoil hat theory but a populace that is starved can't really think about rising up and and congregating right, they're and, weak because they're weak and hungry yeah. so they have to f literally focus on oh my gosh my baby is starving to death i need to find formula they're not busy like coming up with anti-government protests and whatnot yeah. and, and criticizing the government because they're like i just need to, to eat so no, it's, it's happened before. It has happened <laughs> Hello, before. Mao. It'll happen mm -hmm. again. Yeah. And it's just like these people obviously don't know what capitalism is because like it's always afforded people more opportunities. That's why people call it the American dream. That's why so many immigrants move there because they get a shot at mm -hmm. life, like a good life that they can provide for their family yeah. and make something of themselves. Like there are so many small business owners and small businesses in the United States and they're killing it. Yeah. People like, come from countries where there are caste systems where you're born into a certain class and yeah. you literally can't get out of it and you are what you are as you, when you were born and they move to America literally like Nat just said for the American dream and they work their butts off and they send their kids to college and then their kids have better lives mm -hmm. and that's your version of racism yeah sorry now that's anti-feminist yeah and and for some reason this per, this author keeps bringing it back to its white cis males fault yeah. like first of all 
What the heck does it have to do with whiteness or cisness yeah. or males? I don't understand. Men are literally the ones that built the trains and built yep. the bridges and made all this technology that we utilize to put ourselves on the internet. Like Heller, the Constitution. Heller. Written by men. Yeah. Sorry. Like, like men are problematic in their own way, of yes, course. of course. Of course. And so we're women. Everyone sucks. Yeah, everyone like, sucks, but like we need them. Yeah, we need everyone. We all need each other. And I think like the biggest takeaway for me from this is just why can't these progressives see that we all want the same thing at the end of yeah, the day? Do. I don't want people to suffer. I don't want people to starve. Yeah. I don't like I wish we lived in a perfect world. But guess what? That'll be heaven. Huller. Like <laughs> I want women to be heard and have opportunities. It's just I think the means to get there as a conservative are actually more fruitful for the world. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's painful in the short term where you yeah. have to make sacrifices, but you're kids will have like the point is is my children want them to have a better life more opportunity than i had it yep. doesn't mean give me stuff now so that my life is more comfortable and now your because you're life screwing over suck. your kids yeah. and the next generation but a lot of these people like we've mentioned before don't want kids because they literally think that the earth is on fire yeah. and that they're not going to have an inhabitable planet in 30 years so i understand where they're coming from they're like well if the world is on fire and it's not going to be here in 30 years like i might as well get me some of that free bread right i guess so but you know you got to stop thinking short term, y'all. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's um, troublesome. But you know, make sure you're taking your vitamins. Yes, that's something you can do that's to help yourself. You can do to help yourself. So we're just gonna talk about some health stuff real quickly, and then we'll we'll round things out for y'all. Okay. So this article is from Evie Magazine. Uh, Vitamin D is good for you. Here's why you shouldn't be afraid of the sun this summer. So this is a controversial topic. Mm -hmm. um, another one of the articles. I don't think we should maybe bring it up because it's like me. But it was um, sun protection, what you need to know. And it basically says, I, one quote from that article is, there is no safe dose of UV. Um, so going back to the EV article, there are so many val like valuable reasons to get a little bit of sun. Yeah. Obviously, there are terrible consequences like skin cancer. And if you're in the sun when it's super high UV, you can yeah. burn yourself. Wear your sunscreen, wear your yes, hats. Absolutely, all yeah. of that. But um, vitamin D, a lack of vitamin D can cause a myriad yeah. of diseases. I'll I'll list off a few right now. Inflammatory bowel disease. You don't want Yummy. that. Bone loss. You need bones. Yeah. Okay. Chronic inflammation, depression, fatigue, uh, and there's others. But um, this Swedish study concluded that uh, women who avoided the sun had greater mortality rates than the highest sun exposure group. Mm. So like mortality is bad. Yeah, it's not ideal. No. And and it's interesting. Yeah, it's just interesting that like there's this weird push though for people to avoid the sun. And yeah. I kind of find that sus. Cause is, is it because the vitamin industry is so lucrative? I'm not against that industry. No, yeah. I take vitamins. Yeah. But I take like, vitamin D because you can't really get enough of it. Right, exactly. But it's like, why is there this push? Like, oh, it women hide from the sun. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, I want to stay young and beautiful forever. Thank mm -hmm. God and I'm only I don't 17. Want skin cancer, obviously, yeah. but like bone loss. Yeah. That's like, I think like, going outside is probably the best way along with a mm -hmm. healthy diet to get enough nutrients mm -hmm. that you need. And and one of the other articles that we had talks about how um, there's, we've talked about this before on the show, but like basically there's just, there's all of our food is like, Yes. is deficient of vitamins, yes. um, yeah. which is basically because of farming practices, yeah. actually. So even if you eat a really, really well-balanced diet full of uh, fruits and vegetables, you're not going to get as much vitamins as you think you are because, yeah. of, like Nat said, because of modern farming processes and high-yield farming, you're not the, the soil is devoid of the nutrients that it used to have. So yeah. that's why supplementation is pretty important. Plus, um, oh my gosh, plus... 
uh, fluoride in our water. No, uh, Alex Jones was yeah, right. Alex Maybe. Jones. Uh, competes <laughs> with the minerals that we do end up consuming through fruits and vegetables. Um, we have high mercury in our foods, which can Yay. deplete zinc, which is super important to help fend off viruses. Hello. Uh, high fructose corn syrup, which is in pretty much everything, including baby formula. Oh, this, gosh. Uh, this one, I actually, like, unrelated to this episode, I saw... Um, the ingredients list for one of the most popular brands of baby formula and 40% <gasps> the main ingredient is corn syrup. Oh my gosh. Corn syrup. That's what I you're wonder, feeding your baby. I want to know the long-term effects that that has obesity. on your child. Yeah. Obesity and bone loss. Right, which is also when you're obese, you can't absorb vitamin yeah. D as well because you need more of it and it's harder for your body to retain it. And so you're more likely to pick up viruses. Hello. Yay. I, I think though, like the biggest thing for me from all of this is like, it's just kind of scary uh, that we need to buy supplements in order to get enough nutrients yeah. because supplements are a privilege. Like they're expensive. Yeah. I know you can buy cheaper ones, but and also you don't know what's in them. Like that's the thing. And you, there's fillers and all sorts. You don't know who's like, it's not and, like you can just pick up an apple and eat it. And you're like, this exactly. is an apple. I'm getting some vitamin A or whatever the heck is. Yeah. And you, you have no way of knowing how your body's actually absorbing it because yeah. like, you know, I've recently learned that if you have a liquid form of your vitamin or something along those lines, like a like little thingy, you know, it it your body absorbs it better than mm -hmm. when you swallow a pill. So it's mm -hmm. like, geez Louise. And chewing, like people argue that eating fruits and vegetables is better because you're, you're the absorption starts something. in yeah. your mouth. Yeah. And that's true, except if the orange you're eating has no vitamins in it or very, very few, you'd have to eat so many just to get what you're getting out of this little pill. But it's like, it is so unfortunate that we yeah. have to turn to like big business to get the nutrients Health. that we yeah. need. We should just be getting from our food. Our food. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Just, it's just it's something to think about, I think. And mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of research that needs to be done into the vitamin industry specifically because I, I find myself becoming more and more of a skeptic of any <laughs> anything yeah. that's being sold to me mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. I don't know. They're like, stay out of the sun. It's yeah. Like, I remember during the peak COVID when mm -hmm. everyone was locked in their homes and it's like, shouldn't I go outside and get some fresh air and like maybe yeah. a little vitamin D? They're like, no, you'll die. It's like, yeah. do you want me to die? Yeah. Also, you want me to stay home and eat canola oil Uber Eats, but <laughs> yeah, and, you don't want me to go outside. And die from lack of sun. Yes. Like holler. And, and go crazy from lack of interaction with other human beings. Yeah. Like it's it's super sus. It's all kind of sus. And that's, I guess, maybe the point of just talk, bringing this topic up mm -hmm. to y'all. Because it just, I don't really know what. Do your own research. Yeah, of course. And but, listen to your body. Yeah. If you're not feeling like you have neutral, like remember we talked about Miley Cyrus and she. The veganism. The veganism. Yeah. yeah. Like she was a vegan for many years and she had a moral reason to do it. She's an animal activist, which I totally get. Like <clears throat> I don't want to eat farm processed meat, even though I do. Yeah. Like I, it sucks and it morally, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> it morally weighs on me. But if I'm not getting the nutrients I need from like a vegan diet, you'll die. You'll feel it. Yeah. Well, she said to her she had brain fog and she was feeling like emotionally unstable it's and she bad was weak for your and mental tired. health. Yeah. Exactly. So like you listen to your body. I know people who are vegetarians who are thriving on a vegetarian right. diet because their body like literally is just made Able up differently. To process that exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Exactly. No, for sure. Yeah. Everyone's different, and I just yeah, it's just it's just some food for thought mostly. Yeah. I think. Ha. Yeah. And some vitamins for thought. Yeah. But you should probably take vitamin D. Not that I'm a doctor. Yeah, and go outside, please, and go for a walk. Get some sun. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's the share. <laughs> yeah. Right? Is that's that the, the share. share. All right, well, you guys, thank you we for watching. It. Misunderstood. This show airs every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time at 
misunderstoodshow.ca. So be sure to subscribe to Rebel News Plus so you can watch it, get early access. You want that early access. You want that access. You get to watch other shows too. Yeah. Like Andrew says, he's and not that bad. He's not that terrible. Yeah. And ELS and The Gun Show mm-hmm. with Sheila Gunn-Reed and uh, David Menzies. Uh, Rebel, Rebel, Rebel Roundup. Roundup. Hiller. And if you're not a subscriber to Rebel News Plus yet, that's okay. You can still <laughs> listen to the show for free on all your favorite streaming platforms, but you don't, you miss you missed this. You don't get to see this. You don't get to see all that. But you can see this a few days later. Yep. Every Saturday at 2 p.m., the free version of this show comes out on our YouTube channel, on Rebel News YouTube channel. So be sure to go to watchmisunderstoodshow.com. It's Saturdays at 2 p.m. to watch it for free or and subscribe to, to our YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Watch Misunderstood Show. show? On YouTube? Yeah, I think so. There you go. And then follow us on social media. Oh, social media! Because we post stuff and and we both have dogs. We do. You'll love to see them. They're really cute. Okay, well, love you. Bye. Bye.